Good morning. It's Friday, June 2nd. Happy Friday. Happy, happy June Friday. <clears throat> it's also Jobs Report Friday. Um, wow. Jobs Report. Uh, we expected 190,000 jobs. You got 339,000 jobs. A 3.7% unemployment rate. What does that mean? Well, the markets didn't react. Um, it, which is good news, I guess. But it kind of indicates that, hey, if we don't have a pause next week uh, with a good job market and inflation going up and they actually wind up raising rates, I, I think you could see a, the market come back um, and maybe take a little leg down. Uh, we talked about SPY and QQQ, the, the key points. Let me get this out of the, the, out of the way first. Um, two things. First thing. Thank you, everyone who subscribed to the newsletter. Uh, overwhelming support to the, to the point where uh, Substack emailed me and said, hey, who are you? What are you doing? Uh, two days, absolutely killed it. The first day was great. Second day was even better. Uh, go to um, this, this link. It's down below, but dailystockpick.substack.com. The newsletter, you can subscribe. It will show up in your email box. Whether you listen or not, it shows up in your email box. It is my notes that I use to go over um, this, this, this podcast. Now, here's my ask. At once you subscribe, this is a gentleman's agreement, which means this is like a handshake. It's not a contract. I can't come back to you. Uh, you guys don't pay me for this. But what I want you to do, and the gentleman's agreement is, share it. Share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, share it on Twitter. Hell, share it on Snapchat, share it on TikTok. Tell people, holy crap, this guy's been on a roll. He's been hot. He sent me into NVIDIA, sent me into Palo Alto Networks, sent me into Tesla when it was 160. Um, you know, all of the stuff that I send you, just share it. Just share it. Anybody that you know who wants to get into investing, if somebody comes up to you at work and says, uh, hey, I got a hot, a hot stock tip for you. That's the dude. Just go, hey, Gary's got him. Go and subscribe. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. I've had a bunch of people pledge $80. Um, and I think if I turn on, I have no idea. I'm a boomer. I have no idea how this works. But thank you, everybody who pledged $80. Thank you, everybody who subscribed. I really appreciate it. Second thing, the debt deal is done. It passed the Senate early hours this morning. I think it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. How these fucking boomers stay up till three o'clock in the morning debating shit. I'll never know. Uh, but there were a ton of Senate douches who voted no. This is your homework. Go and find out who your two senators are. Uh, find out how they voted. There were a bunch of no votes. Uh, if it was a symbolic no vote, I kind of get it. If it was a no vote because they would have rather defaulted, that's a douche who deserves to be voted out. Go and do your due diligence as, uh, as the elections are coming up next year. So. Jobs report, those are the two things out of the way. I will get off my soapbox about the, uh, the uh, politics and stuff, but it does make a difference. Now that the debt ceiling is out, uh, we can move on. Uh, Short-term bond rates are still at like 4 and 5%. In fact, let's just go. Uh, let's go over here to Fidelity and take a look. We'll refresh this page. If you are a Fidelity customer, this is just under news and research and the fixed income bonds and CDs. You can see three month at 5.3. Uh, that's the CD. Let's look at the treasury. 5.35, 5.4, uh, 5.3 for a nine month. One year is 5.2, two years 4.49. Uh, 
uh, 4.49 versus the 10-year. And that's the, the big difference. When you hear inversion, it means the two-year is paying more than the 10-year. That has been inverted for one year now. Typically, an inversion precedes a uh, recession. We have never been uh, inverted for this long. So it's a little bit scary. But now that we got the debt ceiling out of the way, I think the short term winds up paying a little bit less and the long term starts paying a little bit more. I think that's what that does. Um, that, that We'll have to watch it, but that would be my guess. So SPY, we closed at 421.81. Remember, the key point was 420 on SPY. If we go and we look at the weekly, it's got to close the week over 420. Doesn't mean we're out of the woods, but if we close over 420, I think you've got 450 in the bag. I think you could be going towards 470. Um, you know, again, it's long term. So will it pull back down here to the 50 day? You're seeing the 50 day turn positive. And this is on a weekly. The, the 200 day, absolutely positive. I mean, I'll tell you, the, the only couple of times that it's gone under the 200 day, if you get under the 200 day, load up. Load up. October 2010, load up. Uh, now, the housing crisis, if you go back here, can we get on a weekly? Week, uh, it's 2011. You did get close to the 200-day, just broke it. Uh, 2016, you got close to it. Um, 2018, when they started raising rates, you got close to it. But again, we, were clo- we, we broke it in October. We're off to the races. So I think we're in a bull market. We still haven't reached the all-time highs, the all-time here in January of uh, 2022. You can see as far as SPY goes, we're right in that, that, that volume level right there. So we're just above it. We're setting new volume level shelves to, to, to provide support. Old resistance provides new report. So new support. If we close over 420 on SPY, we're off to the races. QQQ, same kind of thing. Um, now, it doesn't mean we won't go down there uh, a little bit, but you got to have your stop losses on. QQQ, uh, it's at th- close to 352. You're at 353 pre-market. Uh, if we go to the weekly, it's kind of the same thing. You've gained back about half of what you had in, in December 2021, January 2022. So I think the next leg for the, uh, for the QQQ is 372. That's just a look, just an observation. I think it's, it's good to look at that stuff. Uh, do I invest in these? You know, I, I, I do. I try and put some money into, as I get older, I put money into these uh, ETFs and, and these kind of you know, tracking. You want to track the S&P 500. You want to track the NASDAQ 100. You want to track those things. Unfortunately, I, well, fortunately, I have been uh, heavy in tech. Last year, I took it on the chin. I, I'm still heavy in tech. Took it on the chin last year. But overall, incredible performance just in tech. And I think you're at the beginning of the AI revolution. So I do focus on tech if you're new here. Uh, AI. There was an incredible tweet from Dan Ives yesterday. Uh, And he's an analyst, uh, but it was on C3 AI. C3 AI, uh, here's his tweet. Upgrading C3 to outperform from neutral and raising the price target from 50 or, or 250 from 24. He doubled his price target. While it will be a bumpy road, we believe C3 has turned a corner and is ready to now capitalize on the $800 billion AI transformational opportunity over the next decade. So the $50 price target doesn't mean it's going there today. Uh, yesterday, uh, uh, you got to about 41 42 right before earnings. 
It crashed on earnings. It got all the way down yesterday in the morning, down to $30.26. This is a $25 stock. You don't touch this until it gets to 25. Today, it's re- it rebounded a little yesterday um, to 6.56%. That's what Dan Ives means by a bumpy road. Uh, the RSI is in no man's land. That MACD is way too high. They lost 13 cents a share. Here's what you have to know about uh, C3AI. There was a uh, CNBC investigation on yesterday, right after Dan Ives made this tweet, ironically, uh, about how C3AI may be a fraud company. If you remember C3AI, short sellers Hindenburg Research covered them and said it's a complete fraud. They were an energy company. Uh, Then when energy kind of went out of of, uh, posture, they went to uh, IoT, Internet of Things. Well, Internet of Things didn't turn out to be so good, so they went to become an AI company, and AI has done well for them. So the symbol AI, they got it. They got in early. They've gotten the pop. If you listen to this, the, the CEO, this guy doesn't know AI. He's talking about Google search boxes. This dude does not know AI. So I do not think, unlike Dan Ives, in my mind, I think this is a trade. It's not a buy and hold. Could this go to $200 at some point in time? Probably. Um, you know, if they've gotten Dan Ives and those guys to, to buy into AI, um, you know, you're up 210% this year. Uh, this thing was an $11 stock, $11 at the beginning of the year. They're losing $262 million. Uh, they have cash on hand, $7 per share. They have 111 million shares. So, 111 times seven. I mean, that's 700 million. You're losing 260, 262 million. Uh, they don't have a forward PE. Their sales are 266, 266 million. So they're going to have to double their sales in order to actually start to make money. They're only projected to increase their earnings by 30%. They're not close to making money. That's what you have to know. The average price target on this. Even with uh, Dan Ives moving it from 24 to 50, the average price target is still only 19. 25 is your absolute top that you should pay for this. Absolute top. Uh, look at everybody selling at 30. Uh, the director sold at 42. Uh, option exercise of 120,000. He turned around and sold it for $5 million. Uh, director uh, sold at 30. You know, l- these guys are selling at. at at lower rates, but the the big money was this one, uh, May thirtieth. The, the the director just optioned his ex, options exercise of one hundred and twenty thousand. He made five thousand five million dollars. So uh, I want you to trade that one. When you hear about AI, you want the picks and your shovels. You want Nvidia. Now get Nvidia under four hundred. It's trading at four hundred dollars ninety six cents. Just buy it under four hundred. We are after the three day rule. We did not touch this gap. This gap at 367, I said, if we touch that, you're in trouble. The gap up from their earnings was between 307 and 364, 365. You didn't touch it for the last three days. We're off and running. NVIDIA is as cheap as it's going to be. Get it under 400. That's where I want you to invest. Uh, DPST, we talked about some of the regional banks having problems. Do not hold this one over the weekend. It had a really good day yesterday. It's up another 5% today. 
Um, this one, it got you out in the algorithm yesterday with a 25% gain. Uh, I don't want you to hold this one. On June 5th, there is a reverse split one for 10. There, if you own this before that reverse split on June 5th, you're going to get kind of screwed. Just putting it out there. Reverse splits have always gotten me, especially on triple levered ETFs, always gotten you screwed because these are decaying assets. Trade this one. If you want to own a financial Schwab, get Schwab under 50. It's at 53 right now. Are you, you know, doing yourself a disfavor by buying at 53? No, because if it goes down to 49, you just load up a little bit more. But in the financial sector, those are the two that I would say. The ones that I own in the financial sector, I own uh, Bank of America under 30. It's trading at 28.14. I think my average purchase price is about $29. So I'm not at the price, but it's a long-term buy. I identified it for one year. Morgan Stanley is another one that I own. Um, I have not done well on this one. I think my average purchase price is about $88, $89, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I've been buying it on the way down. I like the company. They bought E-Trade. I think it's a good, good company. I just think financials have done poorly. Um, uh, And another one that I would recommend is Citibank. Uh, Citibank, ironically, it got a buy today, 4505. I think anything in the low 40s on Citibank, I think you're doing yourself fine. I think it's a $50 stock at some point in time by the end of the year. So if you want to buy Citibank, you can. The other one that I own is Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo under 40, great buy. It's trading at $40.55. My average purchase price, I think, is like $39 because I've been just adding to it. So from a financial standpoint, I think you're good. Now, here's what you have to understand. We're past the debt ceiling. Um, So from a financial standpoint, they may actually get a boost. And they've been underperforming this year. Um, If you were listening yesterday, I said Macy's. I thought it was a good buy at, you know, $12. Uh, It came back yesterday. It had a six percent, um, six uh, percent period yesterday. Uh, twelve eighty. It opened up at thirteen oh eight. So you could have gotten it under twelve. I said, hey, anything under thirteen, I think you could get it. Um, you know, I think it's a twenty dollars stock. Go on their site. Go, you know, download their app. It's a great e-commerce experience. Um, the problem is, you know, again, you look at one eighty eight per share, fifty six cents per share. The consumer is not shopping at Macy's. But I do think that they will return. The problem is those bottom level um, uh, consumers that are typically at Macy's, they just weren't showing up. Uh, it's the slowing economy. It's the, the higher interest rates. It's the return of student loans. All of that. They've got a good dividend. And June 14th is their ex-dividend date. So if you buy it before that and you buy it at 13, at some point in time, I think you get to 20. Uh, your dividend is 4.81. So you're getting a decent dividend while I do think that you get back to that 20 level. Um, the problem is that if you get back to that 20, that $20 level up there, um, it's got to be a good economy. So if we go into recession, you might be able to get it cheaper. But personally, I use Macy's. I like Macy's. So I'll probably buy it. Uh, I posted on a private Facebook group. If you don't know, my dad, uh, who is uh, older than a boomer, uh, subscribes to Motley Fool. And Motley Fool came out with an email yesterday, buy Shopify. Uh, I've been saying buy Shopify under 60. It is trading at 59.29. I think anything under 60, I think you're fine. If it gets under 50, you're doing even better. I don't think it's going to go under 50, uh, under 50 to back down to 40. 
So if you get it in the 30s, you're good. Here's the post in the private Facebook group. What I do is I just go over to Motley Fool. I copy and paste. So get your, you know, subscribe to our private Facebook group. It's like having an $80 a year Motley Fool uh, subscription. I think it may actually be more than that. I think it might be $700 or something. They pay a lot for it, but I get to read it. I share it with you guys. I put it over there. So another reason if uh, get into the private Facebook group and maybe I'll just post it on the, uh, I can't post it because it's plagiarism kind of thing. The, the Facebook group is private, so I'll do it. They may re, you know, redact the, the membership if they find out that I'm doing that kind of stuff. Uh, but Shopify, I think anything under 60. This gap right here between 48 and 53, you can see it's kind of sliding there. Um, I would not add your entire lot position at 59. I would add 10%. If we get over 60 and this MACD crosses up, when that MACD crosses up, get ready for this one to, to, to just rise. Um, you can see it's just kind of been slowing, slowly rolling down, and you have had more selling than buying. Um, but the volume, I think it's going to come back. There's no real catalyst, but you can see if we move this one back here, um, most people are holding down here from back there between 45 and 49. These volume shelves are just beginning to build. But there's a good volume shelf level here at 57, which should pro provide some support. Um, solar stocks, they've been slowly coming back. End phase. Uh, the algorithm got you in at 161. We went over this. I said it's a $200 stock. At 161, it's going to be good. It's 180. So you, you've got your 10% if you want it. Uh, this is a, a great, if you don't know anything about solar, end phase takes electricity off of solar and turns it into energy that you can use it. Every solar panel needs an in-phase uh, inverter. So um, I think they have some competition, but nothing, nothing touches in-phase uh, right now. Uh, the, the problem is that you have had a falling knife on this one. There were some thoughts that perhaps the Republicans would pull back some of the solar incentives. You've gone from $320 down to $182. You're touching on the weekly. That, that 200 day, which is at 150, I think you're fine buying at 180, to be honest. Uh, Sedge, uh, S E D G, need to change this. Uh, it is under 300 again. Uh, it is at 296. Uh, S E D G, there we go. Uh, you can buy this one under 300. We've gone over this. This is the line. This is the line at 300 right there. So if we go four hours right here, you, you've had a chance to buy it once, sell it up here. Twice, sell it up here. I wouldn't have bought it here. Buy it here three times. Uh, this is just this year. Uh, sell it up there. Buy it down here. Sell it up there. Buy it down here. Sell it up there. Buy it down here. Sell it up there. You've had multiple opportunities to buy this under 300 and sell it over 300. S-E-D-G. I've traded this one many times over the years. Uh, it is a company that will absolutely explode. You can see it started to touch this. It will come back down here at some point, 267. But if you buy it under 300, you will have a chance to sell it over 300. AVGL Broadcom, they had their earnings last night. They did really good. Um, the problem was it, is, it was down. It's back up. Uh, get this one under 700. It's at 11 right now. They made $10.32 per share, $10.33 the previous quarter. Uh, their ex-dividend date is coming up on June 21st. Let's see what the dividend is. 
it's not a bad dividend, I don't think. Um, it's 2.33%, so it's kind of average. Um, but this is probably your best value in chips to be in the AI space. Um, and when I mean value, look, the PE is 26. The forward PE is 18. Let's look at, at a company like NVIDIA. Remember, 2618. PE on NVIDIA is 206. The forward PE is 40. So you're getting Broadcom at about half the price of what you're getting uh, NVIDIA at. AMD, the, uh, the PE is 495. Forward PE is 28. So you're getting the, the best value right now. And, and by the way, that, that PE and the forward PE is how NVIDIA, how good the earnings on NVIDIA were. It went down in price. Remember, before those earnings, NVIDIA was significantly more expensive from a PE standpoint than AMD. Now, AMD is the, the most expensive chip out there. But uh, Broadcom, AVGO, uh, it is trading at $806 now. It, it's moving a bunch. Uh, the average target price is 701 um, there haven't been any new people, but I think over the next week, you're going to see new analyst uh, recommendations on this one. It's up 41% year to date. They're expected to continue to grow. Earnings per share this year, 76%. Um, so I, I, I think this is, again, this may be the best way. Uh, if you haven't gotten into chips and you want to get into chips and you want just a steady grower, uh, we'll show you the weekly chart on this one. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, I, and uh, again, if you're not on the AI train, you better get on the, the train has left the station, uh, but there's still cars that you can, you know, you ever see in India, uh, where the trains are moving and they don't really stop at the station. People just run along to get on. That's AI right now. The train is AI. If you're not on it, you got to run to make it. But AVGO, I, I like that one. Uh, Mondo DB, <laughs> MDB is the symbol. This is a database company. Um, it, it's, it's data. It's going to gap up. Uh, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. The earnings were so good and the outlook was so good. Um, it, it closed here at about 300. It's almost at 400. This is close to Nvidia kind of level. It's hype. Um, but it's good hype. Their RSI is at 88. I would not be buying this up here. It's still not a horrible, you know, it's going, it won't come back down here to 300, but I think you'll be able to get this at about 350. Just again, it's going to come back. Uh, I think from a long-term perspective, I think you're just gapping up way too much because, because look, look at that candle right there. That candle right there is a, this week, 34% range candle. The RSI, even on the weekly, is at 77. You're just crossing that 200-day. The all-time highs on this one, 554. So even if you bought, say, at 388 today, are, are you crazy? I think so. I think you'll get back down to 350. Uh, but for a company like this, I think you'll get good companies with good earnings. And make no mistake, this company's making money. Uh, but good companies with good earnings, well, they're losing $345 million. But their earnings per share, um, they, they do make uh, earnings per share, let's see. Uh, it says $0.56. Cents, so it's just a data thing. But um, it's up 49%. Their PE, forward PE is 191 So it is expensive. Um, 
But their earnings per share next year expected to grow 50%. Earnings per share this year down 5%. And, and we just had a, somebody on um, Rostaman on, on YouTube says he uses the product. Now, what's crazy is Guggenheim downgraded it. Look at this. This was just May 26th. Neutral to sell to a $210 price target. Dude, you should be fired. I mean, Guggenheim should, whoever did that, absolutely fired. Um, let's see the insiders. Insiders are selling uh, at 250 but they're putting in pools. The, the C, CRO, Chief Revenue Officer, he sold about $3 bucks. Um, yeah, Chief Technology Officer sold about, you know, this guy, President and CEO, he sold at $220, um, $227. Yeah, douche. $11 million worth. Uh, he's kicking himself now. It's at $338. So maybe they needed payments for a house. You just don't know. Um, Zscaler. Uh, we went over this one. This one had earnings. Uh, it initially was down on the report of earnings, uh, way down on the report of earnings. I think it was down around 120 something. It's up 5% at 142. So it's doing well. Consumer, Lululemon reported. Now for me, I said, hey, wait for Lululemon to get back under 300. After the last earnings and the last gap up, the last gap was 320 to 356. This one got down to 327, so it didn't fill this gap. I was waiting for it to fill this gap. I missed it. Uh, both the bottom and top line, earnings per share and revenue beat $2 billion in sales. Digital sales was the only section that was down. Uh, it popped off at 320 which was where I kind of, I, I saw it gap down to. Uh, I thought it wanted to get to 320, didn't get to 320. You're going to create a whole new gap. And that gap is going to provide two gaps here between 357 and 332. There's going to be double gaps there. It's going to come back down. So if you're buying Lululemon today because the earnings are great, you're, you're not doing well. <laughs> you're not doing well. TQQQ. I talk about this one a lot. Don't hold it over the weekend. It's at $37. If you're in on this one, I would not hold it over the weekend. We've had a great week. The RSI on the four hours at 78. I would be happy to take your profits. The month of May, if you bought April 26th to May 26th, a 28% gain. While you could get that in June, I just don't think it's the, the reality. I think you're fine holding this one. Uh, or selling this one and buying it at a cheaper price next week because there's no way you're holding this for one year. Just don't hold this for one year. So your short-term capital gains, whether or if it's in a tax advantage like an IRA or something, use it like that. Just don't hold it for a long time. I'd hate to see you miss out on those profits. Um, the trading desk, TTD. I like this company. The only problem with this stock is it's expensive. But it is up 6.5% today, and it is continuing. If you followed the algorithm and you got in at 64, you're at $78 today. Uh, the RSI is super expensive at 80. It's a good company. It is just expensive. If we go to the trading desk over here, full disclosure, a family friend's son used to be the CEO or CFO of this company. He's now CEO of uh, Expedia. But the PE is 512. The forward PE is 50. 
They're making $77 million. They have a $35 billion market cap. Um, it is up 63% this year. So it's crazy, crazy good. If we take a look at a weekly on this one, uh, this was a long time ago, I think in 2021, or even maybe, yeah, maybe it was 2019. Um, Motley Fool recommended this at about $18. You're at 78 right now. Uh, it, has, it came down hard last year. You're just over the 200 day. Uh, even if you buy this at 73, it's high as like 107. So you still got 30%. But that was way back in 2021 at the peak. So it's still going. I just like it. I bring it up just for that. NVIDIA, get it under 400. Let's see. Is it under 400? I think. It, yep. It's under 400. Just buy it under 400. You'll be fine. For the long term, I think you'll be fine with NVIDIA. It's at 398.95. Just put it in for 390 today if they continue to go down. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs. Cleveland Cliffs is up 3% today. This was up about 4 or 5%. The question is, have we reached a bottom on this one? I don't know. I mean, the algorithm still has you out. The MACD is probably going to cross up. Um, you know, I'll probably add one, you know, here it looks like it's putting in capitulation here between 14 and 15 and you're right in between. Remember the CEO bought a bunch at about 15, trying to call the bottom. I think he may have called the bottom. Likely 15 is the bottom. So, uh, a couple of stocks to pat myself on the back. Snowflake, did you get in at 148 when I told you? Cause you're at 180 right now. After they reported earnings, I said this was any any reaction in the market overreaction don't worry about it but 148 was the buyback here april 27th i don't know that i would have gotten in there i also know that i probably would have sold up here had i had that gain uh, but your boy is in this one for about $200 i just uh, i don't have the money i don't want to sell it because the money's not going to go anywhere else it's in a um a retirement account so it's not doing me any bad i just add to this one every now and then i did add about 150 uh, so I haven't gotten the full gain, but if you added to that one, great, you're doing well. Now, another one, we talked about Tesla having on average 100% win rate in June. Uh, I said, get in at 160, 163 was where the algorithm got you in. Uh, 212 is where you're at today. Great gain on this one. I think you're going up to this, this gap up here between 258 and 267. In my mind, I think you're running there. We will get uh, sales numbers, I think, tomorrow for the month of May from Tesla. He just brought the, the price down on the Model 3 again. So, uh, And to end off the pats on the back, Baba. Baba. I said get in under 80. Uh, 83 is where the algorithm gets you in it. 83.59. I, I mentioned it back here at about 79.20 something. Uh, the earnings, they did go down on earnings. But let's take a look uh, at a weekly of BABA. Do you think BABA has grown since 2017? Because that's where it's trading right now. <laughs> the roundabout here, crazy. The problem is you're getting to a higher, it's not making higher highs, it's making lower lows. Uh, this one back here in October at 58, great play because you could have gotten it to 100. Great play on that one. Don't know if I ever would have seen it. Uh, Microsoft, new price target from Evercore. Microsoft, it's based on AI. Evercore said price target is now 400. It's at 334. Honestly, you're probably coming back to, I would say about 315, 320. That volume shelf right there, I think that's going to provide you support. 
I think if you're in this for a long term, 334 isn't horrible. The ex-dividend date just passed. So I bought a couple of thousand dollars more just on the dividend because I auto-invest dividends, reinvest dividends. So Microsoft up on that one. Oil. I think oil is going up. Um, and, and there's an OPEC meeting this week. It's got to catch up to the rest of the market. I told you to buy PXD before the ex-dividend date at below 200. Get it in for 199. I have a bunch of this. I've added about two out of my 10 lots. So I'm not completely in it. But while I'm waiting for this to go up and I'm sitting at about 200, I'm getting paid an 11.55% dividend. It's better than bonds. It's better than anything you know, that you can get in savings, 11.55%. So if you didn't get the ex-dividend date, make sure you're adding this under 200. Oil at some point in time, I think later this year, oil is going to start taking off. The OPEC meeting this week, this weekend, um, it's Russia and Saudis are said to have been getting along. Well, if the Russians and Saudis are getting along, uh, we just opened up some drilling uh, restrictions in the new uh, debt ceiling bill. So we're going to start drilling a little bit more. Uh, remember, under Trump, we were drilling everywhere and everywhere. Um, and we were energy independent. And, and we were actually um, competing with uh, OPEC as providing oil to the world and to us, uh, specifically to us and making energy cheaper. I think that's, that's a good strategy. The environmentalist in me says, hey, just make sure you're doing it safely. And they weren't doing it safely. The regulations just were not there. Um, honest to God, I, I invest in these guys. I just don't trust them. If, if they can make a dime off of it, they absolutely will. They will kill the environment. They will do whatever. They're not out to look for the environment. They're out to look for shareholders. So that's my take on OPEC. I, I am staying in oil. I still have Exxon. I still have MPLX. Um, you can look at the, the core portfolio in, uh, in, um, uh, TrendSpider, MPLX, uh, Oxy, uh, I have Devon, um, PXD. I don't have PXD in the core portfolio. I should probably put it in there, but I haven't. Um, I just, you know, a- again, I'm waiting for it. I'm sitting there. I'm just waiting for the 11% dividend. I think if you're younger and most of my audience is younger than me, so I haven't put it in there for that reason. Okay. Let's talk about scans. First one, Pfizer. I own Pfizer. I've ridden it all the way down from, from you know, 50 bucks down to 30, 37 $37.99. Uh, Pfizer is more than a one-trick pony. They're just not getting the COVID, um, the COVID uh, revenues that they were. The problem that I have with Pfizer is the problem I have with most of the drug companies is they just didn't say what they knew uh, about the vaccine. It's not that the vaccine is bad. They just didn't say what they knew. Uh, Honest to God, when you first remember the vaccine came out and they said, if you get the vaccine, uh, it's going to be like a chicken pox. It's going to be, um, you know, once you get the vaccine, you will not get COVID. What happened? People with the vaccine started getting COVID. Well, when did they know? Not, they didn't tell us. They kept denying that that's true. And it, it's not just the, the administration was listening to Pfizer. They weren't making this stuff up. They were listening to Pfizer. So that's the problem I have with Pfizer. Do what you want with it. 
I own it, but it is less than, uh, I think it's four figures, not five figures, it's just four figures. And I've held it for a long, long time. Uh, Walmart. Walmart has a cross up at 147. I don't think it's a bad play. If we are going to recession and Walmart's turning around, I think you're looking at about $160 stock at some point this year. I just think it's too calm. Uh, and, and remember, they rely significantly on, uh, on, on uh, groceries. And so if you look at Walmart, um, it's 52-week range. You're just 3%, 3.97%. The 52-week high is 154. So I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it up here. If you're thinking of buying Walmart, and I'm going to say this, I think you take the risk on Target. Uh, Target is up 1.37% today. You're seeing a button hook. Um, you're seeing, see that button hook here on the MACD? The MACD is going to cross up. At 133, I think you take the chance on Target. It's just too cheap. Target, okay? The PE on Walmart, 35. 35, the forward PE is 21. 35, 21. The PE on Target, I'm sorry, that was the 3521s, the PE and forward PE on Walmart. PE on Target, 2212. It's half of what Walmart is. Now, do I think that there's a bunch of Karens out there who aren't going to Target um, because they're afraid their kid is going to get influenced um, by, a, by a swimsuit? Eh. Soccer moms that I know are still going shopping. So they love freaking Target. That's just my opinion. I think that you do that. Uh, J&J had a cross-up. And there's way too many names, by the way, on this. J&J uh, had a cross-up um, here at 154.72. This is another boring one. I say get it under 160 if you want to just sit and hold it. it. It's a mainstay. It'll be fine. Schlumberger, SLB. This is one I've talked about. I think within the energy sector, I think this one's been beaten up enough. 44.98. Is the buy just like 4402, 4498? Your ex dividend date is June 6th. I think you'll be fine in this one. Honest to God, I, you're 23% off your highs, you're 49% above your lows. The PE is 16 and 12, so it's a little bit expensive. But remember, these guys are selling uh, software services to the oil and gas industry. Um, it's got a 2.22% dividend date, dividend yield. So it's not a horrible thing. It's not something where you should run to it like you should PXD, but it's, it's good enough. LNG, I don't know. Is it time to swing on boil? Uh, LNG is Chenier Energy. This is a liquid natural gas company. That's thus the symbol LNG. It has shot up. 141.96 was the buy. It's at 145 right now. I think at some point in time, and I don't know if it's now, but you go and cover this 160 to 163. It's an expensive stock. Make no mistake about it. The earnings are really good on this company. Uh, their income, $7.73 billion. Uh, PE is four. Forward PE is 11. So it's still a little bit expensive on the expected earnings. Year to date, it's down 3.51. They pay a 1.11% dividend. Boyle, on the other hand, if you want to go short term and trade a triple levered ETF on the future of, uh, of uh, natural gas, it's up 5% today. 245, 246, 247. It's been a dog. I mean, it just has been a dog. This stock chart, I said when it was up here at eight, when it was up here at 20, people were like, well, it can't go below 20. I said it's a $2 stock. 
absolutely 100% you're going to $2. That's where I saw it going. It's there now. If you got in here at three, I said, eh, I, I, I wouldn't have taken that. I know some people took that trade, got all the way up to almost $4. So that's a great trade on this. Great trade. So I, not on the algorithm. Still doesn't have a uh, confirmation on the algorithm. On the 65 minute, let's see. I think it might on the 65 minute. If you're day trading, boy, let's take a look. And yeah, Friday, I'm going long. Uh, no, on the 65 minute, you're still not in. So interesting. Um, but yeah, LNG. Lemonade, L-M-N-D. This one is a insurance company. Um, they've got an agreement now with Chewy, I think it was, um, to offer pet insurance. Uh, that's not a big influencer, but uh, 11.12. <laughs> if you listen to the algorithm and got in at 11.12, holy crap, you're at 18.23. Kudos to you. It's got confirmation, secondary cross-up. The RSI is at 63. Not sure I'm getting in, but expensive stock, not making money. Uh, AI on insurance. McDonald's, MCD. Uh, this one has a cross-up. This one's boring. 287.79. You're looking at tops at about 300. So you're not looking at a huge. You could buy this and just kind of hold it. McDonald's. Um, JP Morgan. You know, Jamie Dimon knows about, knew about Epstein. I got issues with that. He's now in Taiwan after visiting uh, China. JP Morgan, Royal Caribbean, RCL had a cross up. I think it's a secondary cross up. Yep, secondary cross up. You're in on the algorithm at $65. You're trading at $85. Uh, Deer had a cross up. Jumia, J M I A, which is the Amazon of Af Africa. I don't think it's the Amazon of South Africa. I think it's all of Africa. $2.90. This is risky. Just understand that you're, you're going into risk, but $2.90 is the buy-in on this one. Uh, personally, I'm not going into that one. CI, Cigna. Uh, if we are going into a recession and healthcare spending is continuing to go up, Cigna should be good. $253.20. And you're at $256. You're up 1.26% today. Uh, ARC-G had a cross-up. This is the ARC fund for genomics. Uh, I thought it was good at 99 <laughs> I bought it 99. I think I made it to 120. I sold some at 120. I got back in at about 100. Uh, sold out at about 50, I think. So uh, this one has burned me in the past. It is super, super volatile. Uh, if we go and we look at the weekly on this, uh, I'll show you a long-term chart on this one. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's back to where it was, you know, pre-pandemic. So. I don't think that's bad. I think Kathy Woods is a great trader. Um, but SMMT is one that Sherry spends her lunch money on. We talked about this having one of the largest insider buys I've ever seen. Uh, back here at 148, it's trading at 177. The buy-in is at 169. So if you want to get into that one, don't put, throw your money in. XLV, XLU, Honeywell, JD, T-Mobile. Let's look at this one. T-Mobile has a crazy... Um, TMUS is the symbol. Uh, they're down 10% today. Um, and I don't know why. I was going to look this up to see why, to see if there's news on this one. Uh, this is a good stock. PE is a little bit expensive, but they have been growing their base. Um, nothing to uh, report that. Oh, here you go. Amazon might offer mobile service. There you go. Amazon is in talks with Verizon 
and others for a low-cost mobile service. So maybe my Visible might be actually expensive at about $25 a month. But Amazon's in talk. That's why you're seeing T-Mobile down. My assumption is that Verizon might be down too. Let's see. Verizon is down. Do, do, do. Uh, point, they're up 0.76. So maybe it's because they're, they're in talks with them. Uh, Eli Lilly, Kraft Heinz, uh, Lockheed Martin, uh, Visa, uh, Citibank, UNP, GE, and some Vanguards. I'm not going to go over those. I will put these in the newsletter. So if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, subscribe to the newsletter um, uh, and you'll get uh, the, all the scans for today. There's a lot of them. Uh, my, my particular favorite, listen, Target is, is <laughs> if you're looking for a long-term buy, I think Target is it. I think NVIDIA is good. Um, I, I think Microsoft is a great one. I think AVGO. I gave you some great stocks. Shopify, buy Shopify under 60. Um, yeah. So I gave you some great stocks. Have a great weekend. Remember, if you subscribe to the newsletter, once you get it, or even if you just want to post the link, it's daily stock pick, no S, daily stock pick .substack.com. Um, and you can basically subscribe to it, have your friends subscribe to it. It is free 100%. You'll just get it in your email box. Nice and boring. I'm going to make it nice. Try and, you know, include some charts in it, but it's probably just going to be words. Uh, one of the things that I noticed in the, um, in the newsletter is that in the actual email, you don't get these nice red and green. Like it's telling you targets up 0.7 Macy's up 5.67. Um, Macy's a great buy. I think, you know, God, 5%. Um, and you had 10% yesterday. So CrowdStrike is down 1.7, uh, Chewy. And this is yesterday's newsletter. So you can see uh, CSX up, NVIDIA down, Square is up, PayPal is up. I told you to get into those yesterday. They had a good day. Um, TARK, UDAO, Q, uh, QQQ, DIA, um, ARCF, RK. You can see um, Dexcom is down a little bit. WBD up 2%. But yeah, if you go to the actual Substack site, you can see the green and the red. Uh, I haven't figured out how to make that happen in the emails yet. So maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't, but go there and subscribe. So the sponsors, um, let's uh, talk sponsors. Uh, Visible, if you're paying more than $25 a month for your phone service, uh, go to the link down below. You get $20 off. So, oh, Brandon says he got red and green in the email. Maybe it's showing up now. Uh, but yeah, Visible, link down below. Trend Spider. If you want the charts, if you want access to my algorithm, TrendSpider, take emotions out of your trade. It's got the, 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 the strategies. I mean, you don't even have to use my strategy. Uh, TrendSpider gives you strategies on their own. There's a ton of them in there. There's a Tesla 520 with 200 day by TrendSpider. Um, it's an amazing, amazing strategy um, for Tesla by itself. So if you want to try it out, there's a free seven-day trial. The link down below saves you 25%. Remember, it's about $400 for the year. Um, so you do have to have an appropriate uh, size account. But if you have any questions, hit, it, hit me up on the social. The link tree is down below. Uh, the link tree is also in the email. So um, yeah, hit me up. Okay, talk to you guys later. Have a great weekend. Take care. Mm -hmm.